0: Good morning, Bucknalls. It is Wednesday, July 3rd, 2019. I am Dan Rubens of the Bucknalls Morning Five and Change. You've figured out now that Dave Biddle is still on vacation, a well-earned one. Today's guest, none other than the lovely and talented Patrick Murphy. We will get to him in just one second. Be aware that we still have our troops in Frisco, Texas at Jerry World for the opening. Bill Kerlick and Steve Wilfong there with bells on. Rumor has it there's a commitment coming today at 11.30 a.m. Mitchell Melton is committing. We have a feeling you here in Buckeye Land will enjoy the commitment. Make sure you are tuned in at 11.30 a.m. here at Bucknuts. We will have complete coverage of the defensive end, outside line, Backers stand out from the DMV, Good Counsel High School. He will make his commitment, and then we'll have complete coverage of the opening all day. We've been going crazy on recruiting here the last couple BM5s today, all football. Patrick Murphy is going to let you know who he believes is the starting lineup come the opener. Pat, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Happy almost 4th of July. It is Happy Hump Day. Tomorrow is July 4th. There will be no BM5 tomorrow, so this one's going to have to hold you for two days. We're just going to go down the starting lineup. With each unit, Pat's going to let you know who he thinks he's going to start. And if I have any major objections or concerns, I will jump in. Let's start on offense. Let's start with the marquee spot. Quarterback.
1: I think this one's pretty easy. Uh, Justin Fields, they brought him in for a reason. You know, um, Assuming no injuries or anything, he's going to be the guy. Then, you know, Chris Chuganoff. Uh, Gunnar Hoke I think that battle out for the backup
0: spot but Justin Fields is is the guy at this position
1: assuming health
0: I don't think there's any question there I am pleased with the transfer of Gunnar Hoke I do think that was a major pickup and uh, a very nice insurance policy and a strong move that uh, we may never see it come to fruition but I feel much better going into the season knowing they have a guy who can at least uh, manage the game up and down the field if need be Okay, we're now going to move to the offensive line. This is a very interesting crew, a lot of talent, but uh, some new faces and new spots. We'll start with left tackle and work our way down: left tackle, left guard, and so on and so forth. Yeah, left tackle. I think
1: Thayer Munford. Obviously, he was a, a starter for the Buckeyes last year. The only returning starter um, who started the whole season, so he's the guy I would uh, would pen in on that spot. Left guard. Uh, Jonah Jackson seems to be the obvious choice for me. Coming in from Rutgers, the fifth-year senior, um, you know, they they brought him in for a reason. Gavin Cupp didn't do much during the spring to, to win that job. Center, Josh Myers, they've been talking about this kid for a year now. Um, Greg Sudrow said he was almost ready to step in last year. If, you know, Brandon or if um, Michael Jordan had elected to come back, I still think Josh Myers would have been the starter at center. Right guard, Wyatt Davis, he was the uh, – Guy he stepped in when Demetrius Knox got hurt. He's he's young. He's still a little raw, but but had a pretty good spring in my eyes. Played well in the last couple of games last year. Um, so he he's the guy there. And then right tackle, I think is the one that's really kind of up in the air. Uh, I'm going to go with Nicholas Petit Frere at that position. I thought he had a really good spring, but Brandon Bowen could could win that spot in fall camp. He could also fill in at other spots. The versatility of Brandon Bowen's great, and Josh Albee as well all in contention there, and, um, you know, they could also figure in at left tackle if needed. So uh, Munford at left tackle, Jonah Jackson at left guard, Josh Myers at center, Wyatt Davis at right guard, and then Nicholas petit Frere at
0: right tackle. When I sat down to do this myself, I had holes at right guard and right tackle. I have no idea what they're going to do. I like the way you have it set up. What I really like is they have some tackle depth now and the fact that they can – Alibi in the background, and and Brandon Bowen, you know, healthy again. I think that provides him some great versatility. I'm a huge Thayer Munford fan. I think he's probably, NFL-wise, the most underrated player on the team, but that'll prove itself out down the road. But, yeah, new faces and some new spots here. Jonah Jackson better be good, man. We have just penciled that guy in there, and everyone just assumed he's the man. i got to see that, but... I'll go with that at left guard. All right, uh, let's do the receivers and the tight end here. So we'll, based on the way Ohio State lines it up, we'll go with one tight end and three wide receivers.
1: Yeah, and this may change a little bit. They have talked about maybe, you know, using more tight ends on the field, but but we'll see. Um, I'm going to go with, with Austin Mack at the X. Um he did play some Z this year in the spring, but I think they move him back. Chris Olave at the Z, um, and then KJ Hill at the H, and tight end uh, Luke Farrell. But they've obviously got depth there with Rashad Berry and Jeremy Ruckert. And I think there'll be a lot of rotation at the receivers, like we've seen in the past. Benjamin Victor um, at the X, Garrett Wilson. I think will certainly see time. The five-star freshman. He was he was very good in the spring and really wants to learn. Um, at H, Jalen Gill, C.J. Saunders will both probably see time, but I also think Jeremy Ruckert can play some H, give you a little bit different look at that position. But uh, if you're going to line up the starters, I think it's Mac, Olave, Hill, and then Luke Farrell at tight end. Those are probably your your four best um, of that group, um, you know, and, and obviously a lot of experience there, Chris Olave being the least experienced of those, but even he played half a season last year. So, um, that's a pretty good group, I think, and, and the depth is certainly there behind them.
0: I just shake my head now when I look at the wide receiver depth. You talk about losing three guys to the NFL and coming back with this group, bringing yeah. Garrett Wilson off the bench, Ben Victor off the bench, and we have heard tremendous stuff about Ben Victor. Now, that could be a PR campaign for a guy heading into his last year and then trying to improve his pro stock, et cetera, but they are loaded at receiver, and I could make the argument now that Olave is the most talented of the group, so yeah. very much looking forward to the receivers, and we all know where uh, punishments are on the way. We even talked about Juke Williams, the other freshman who's a stud. I will say this. I need to see something out of Jeremy Record this year, whether it's scheme or whatever has held him back. We're talking about a guy that at the opening was the best player there on one day, and we thought we were getting you know, Jeremy Shockey, not Jeremy Record, without the off-field stuff. Uh, It's time to see it. Let's see. I think the the tight end is one of the few spots on the team that they haven't explored. Tight end and an explosive return, man, are kind of the only two spots they haven't dominated. So, Agreed. Let's see if we can get out of the tight end position there. Okay, running back we're not going to spend any time on It's J.K. Dobbins barring injury. Uh, If you have a fantasy team playing college ball, get J.K. Dobbins
1: Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
0: Let's flip it to defense. We'll start with a defensive line. Give me two defensive end and two defensive tackles.
1: Chase Young, obviously, you know, he finally got to show what he could do last year, did it with, Two sprained ankles for most of the year and still put up pretty good numbers. He's got to be Bosa level. I mean, he's a five-star kid, that that type of player. So, And I think he will. Um, the other defensive end spot, Jonathan Cooper, just because of experience. But I think you're going to see a lot of Tyreek Smith. Very, very talented kid. And, and they've got plenty of depth at that position as a defensive tackle. But Robert BB Landers is one starter there. Um, you know, he's proven it the last couple of years. Um, and then filling in for Draymond Jones, I went with Devon Hamilton, but there are a couple guys you could you could slot in there. I think Devon Hamilton's waited his turn; he's going to be the first guy up. But if he doesn't prove it, they've certainly got depth guys um, who can step in and play that position. But he's going to get the first crack in my mind after having a pretty good spring.
0: Yeah, I see it the same way in terms of starters. This is obviously a group that's going to get a ton of burn. They are yeah. loaded. Uh, inside with Teron Vincent, Antoine Jackson, et cetera, backing up B.B. B. Landers and Devon Hamilton. I'm not sure Landers and Hamilton are the most talented guys, but like you said, they've waited their turn, they're veterans. They kind of have a nice combination of Landers being the penetrator and Hamilton the big dog in the middle. Um, Jonathan Cooper, it would be nice for him to have a great year and get himself drafted or move up in the draft. Haven't really seen yeah, out either. of him what I kind of expected, but um, – you got to figure with Chase Young on one side of the amount of attention he's going to get and he's going to garner that that other defensive end spot should be in for 10 sacks guaranteed, but we shall see. All right. This may be the most interesting part of the discussion here, considering you could tell me any three names and make a good argument for it. We're going to talk linebackers here, given the scheme change or some nomenclature change. Two linebackers and a bullet which it, uh, is basically your hybrid safety linebacker type that uh, has become prevalent. Two linebackers, I, one bullet. I think the only position
1: that's for sure at linebacker is at outside linebacker, and that's Malik Harrison. He had a, a very good year tied to the team lead in tackles um, with Jordan Fuller last season, really kind of came on. Um, you know, he's he's a guy that I think you can certainly pen, pen into the, the starting uh, line up at linebacker, the middle linebacker, the other linebacker. Um, I'm going to go with Tuff Borland, but I really think that's going to be decided in fall camp. Baron Browning obviously is very talented. Uh, Taraja Mitchell had a very good spring when those two were hurt. So I think that's up in the air, but I think I'm going to give Tuff the benefit of the doubt and hope that he's fully healthy and back to the player we saw two years ago as opposed to the player coming off the Achilles injury. And then at the bullet position, I think it'll be Brendan White. Sean Wint can can also play at that spot, but Brennan White showed a lot of versatility last year playing the true safety position. He's he's an athlete who can make plays, and and they're grooming him for that role. So um, when they're in the bullets, I think he's the the first guy to step out there, along with uh, Malik Harrison and, and probably Tough Borland. But that's that's an iffy one for me um, on on who is that that middle or or kind of that secondary linebacker next to Malik Harrison.
0: I'm with you there. Harrison is a definite start. Brandon White, I expect to be the bullet. The line, other linebacker spot, man, your guess is as good as mine. I hope it's Baron Browning just mm-hmm. because of his physical gifts and looks like your big brother out there playing middle linebacker. I just don't think it's been instinctual enough for them or whatever it's been. He hasn't flashed the way you'd like at this point, but I hope it's Baron Browning. I would not be surprised if, if it's Taraja Mitchell. But, like you uh let's see someone knock tough Borland out of there first, right, okay, let's finish it off here with the defensive backs. Give me two corners and two safeties. first corners easy,
1: Jeffrey Okuda. Um, what you saw in the Rose Bowl, I think is so what you're going to see a lot of this year. he's the next big 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 time corner for Ohio State. Um, I think it's going to be a little different this year. They're not going to be as much press man, which um, I think will help the other guy I've got in there which is Damon Arnett. Uh, obviously, we've seen a lot from him in terms of playing time, not a ton of production, but had a good spring. And I think the scheme, uh, playing more zone, playing off the line a little bit will help him quite a bit. Uh, but, but they've got talent. They've got other guys, Sean Wade, Ty Johnson, Seven Banks, Marcus Will. I mean, there's, there's quite a few guys that, that are waiting their turn at cornerback, but those are my two. Okuda and Arnett are, are the guys that I think line up there. Um, and then Sean Wade probably in the nickel quite a bit at safety. Um, when they go with, uh, one safety, it's obviously Jordan Fuller, but brennan White is, is the other guy that can line up there when he's not in the bullet position. Um, Sean Wade can go there. Josh Proctor. I mean, we can, we can list a number of guys, but Jordan fuller's the, the, the main guy. Obviously a senior returning a captain. I expect him to be captain again. Um, he'll be key. He's, he's going to be a, a leader for this group, I believe. And, um, you know arguably one of the better safeties in the country for them.
0: No question. I'll finish with this. We did not mention him as a starter, but I think Sean Wade is the second best cornerback or defensive back on this team. He's the second best NFL prospect behind Okuda on the team. I would not be surprised to see both of them go super high in the draft. I think Okuda has the potential to be right in the mix with, you know, the pedigree of dudes we've had go before top 15 picks. I wouldn't be surprised uh, to see Wade get himself into the first round as well. They're both kind of prototypes. Uh, Florida-Texas kids who are just studs, and I think they're going to have a great year. There you have it, people. Patrick Murphy has let you know who's going to start day one. Make sure you keep it locked in here today, 11.30 a.m. We have another commitment coming. It could be good news for the Buckeyes. We've had a lot of that lately. Have a good one, Buckners.